Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Hey everybody, it's Lyle. Just a reminder that I am going on tour to do Therapy Gecko live in several cities across the United States, and I would love to see you there. I will be interviewing random folks from the audience up on stage, and absolutely anything could happen. It will be very fun, very terrifying, and very gecko-y. You can find the link to get tickets in your city in the episode description. Okay, let's get into the podcast. Hello? 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 How are you? Uh, You know, I'm pretty amazed I got in. I know everyone says that, but... Well, here's the thing. Somebody was going to get in, so why not you? <clears throat> My thoughts exactly. That's why I spammed the call, I guess. What's going on with you, Tristan? Well, um, so um, I know you only usually pick one thing to talk about, so... Um, I either wanted to talk to you about my hypochondria that stems from a bad mushroom trip years ago, or i kind of been going through a rough time lately, um, moving cities and having to break up with my fiance. So, what hypochondria is when you when you think that you are ill all the time, correct? Right. Um, yeah. So. Um, I was experimenting with a lot of psychedelics, um, mushrooms, DMT, and um, I was having a pretty good time. Now, I know psychedelics don't really cause the issues. They kind of bring them out of people. And uh, I guess I had uh, some hidden anxiety. Well, a lot of hidden anxiety about death, I guess. Um, that I didn't really know how to cope with or I wasn't aware of when I took um, some, some honestly, a low dose of mushrooms. Um, And I I think I was, uh, you know, this isn't really diagnosed. Um, This is more of a self-diagnosis, but I mean, I felt like I went into what you could call a psychosis for maybe six months afterwards. What kind of psychosis? Um, Well, see, I I guess, you know, so after the mushroom trip, I thought every day afterwards for six months straight, I thought I was going to die every day. And uh, I thought I thought the mushrooms were poisoned and I thought I had fungus growing in my head. Um, And it was really, honestly, really, really, really tough to deal with. And um, I I went to um, I went to multiple I spent a lot of money because of my hypochondria. You were about to say you went to multiple... Oh, I went to multiple... For the first thing, I went to multiple doctors, neurologists. I've had CT scans on my head. I had, um, you know, x-rays. I had some talks with therapists. Um, and there's, there was nothing wrong with me. Absolutely nothing wrong with me. It was all just anxiety. But um, I, I've dealt with that anxiety in my own way. Um, I never, I don't see a therapist now. And the therapist I saw, I felt like didn't really help me too much. So I kind of took it in my own hands. And I think I'm doing pretty good with it. But um, it still bugs me like right now. And I know it's ridiculous, but right now I feel like, I have uh, rabies, 
<laughs> I know I know rabies um, takes a long time to present itself. And if I if I fix if if I fixate on something, like say I, I might think I have rabies, I, I tend to see it in everything around me. Or like if I'm watching a show or a movie or I read something and they bring up rabies, I mean it just floods my head with like that fear again. So you went to a therapist for this? <clears throat> no. Um, initially, I did. This was, I'm 26 now. This happened maybe when I was 22. Mm -hmm. so, so you said you, said you initially uh, went to that six? Yeah. Okay. Um, what did they, and I didn't what feel did like it was... <clears throat> well, I mean, I think, I guess I wasn't really like 100% with them, to be honest with you, because I felt like I've had, I don't know, um, I felt, I kind of felt like they were a little condescending, and I felt like I, w when I was younger, I thought I was going to be judged more for doing, you know, I thought they were going to blame it all on the drugs, the psychedelics. Okay, so you thought that they were condescending. What What exactly did they say or do to make you feel like they were condescending? <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> the the lady I went to, you know, I probably went to the wrong, the lady I went to uh, kind of like was trying to get me to draw pictures about how I felt. Okay. And, that um, and I thought, I thought that was a little childish. I don't know, maybe, I mean, you know, I'm not a therapist, so, but I kind of thought that was like, Maybe a little, you know, like I, I thought I was being treated more like a kid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a therapist either, and I, 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 well, I guess I would agree with you um, that that that, right. that I could I could see why you would feel like that's ineffective. I dude, I've talked to a billion people who they go to therapy like one, and my, fucking myself included, man. Where like they go to therapy once and it doesn't work out for them, and so they quit altogether. Uh, I did the same thing. Currently, yeah. doing the same thing. Um, but you have an issue you, and it's funny. It's, it's interesting to me cause you are aware, like, you know, this is hypochondria is interesting <clears throat> right. because you know that you are a hypochondriac. Like, you know that you have this issue. You're self-aware right. about it and you, you wouldn't be calling right. me to talk to me about your hypochondria if you weren't aware about it. But yet while you right. are simultaneously self-aware Fully aware that you have hypochondria. Fully aware that you over-analyze and have high anxiety about things, you, you know, knowing that it's ridiculous that you have think you have rabies. Yet, it sounds like that does not help you with the fact that you have anxiety about having rabies. No. Um, and, you know, any little medical... So... I'm okay with, like, if I broke my finger, any physical pain I'm okay with, but when it becomes internal, well, the rabies thing is just, I mean, I know the rabies thing is just kind of crazy, to be honest with you, but anything like, um, I know I had a uh, stomach pain that was, I found out was related to, um, I'm blanking, G, what is it, GERD? It's just like an overproduction of acid, stomach acid. Okay, but I mean, sure. for a month, I was obsessing that I might have had, I might have like stomach cancer and I would, I mean, I would lie, lie awake at night and just like think I was going to die. And I go get all these crazy tests, you know, like x-ray, CT scans. Um, you know, when I feel like, mo I feel like, no you know, normal people kind of just like deal with it mm -hmm. or they take some medicine and they're cool with it. And then I, I always seem to like go to these extreme measures and um um it, it hasn't really affected my relationships too much i think besides you know them thinking that maybe i'm a little crazy interesting i uh again i know i said this just now but the the contradiction of you knowing and stating how ridiculous this is but that self-awareness not helping you curb your anxiety is, is very fascinating to me yeah it doesn't because um like i said so i mean the rabies thing came about well, maybe like 
two or three months ago. And so I think by now I would have been good if I had rabies. But, you know, it's just like I got a small scratch from an outside cat that wasn't acting weird at all. Yeah. And as, But I saw that little bit of blood out of my skin. And then the rabies fear just takes over me. Because one time, you know, it's hard for me, too. Is I can't really be around people who talk about medical issues that might be life-threatening. Yeah. Um, if they're not, unless it's like, because if they say a symptom, my mind focuses on that symptom and I'll get a little crazy about it. You know, I mean, like nowadays, I, I, I think I'm okay keeping it internally, but I mean, I'll just like fixate over, fixate over something like that. And, um, I kind of just like, I'm just out of it. You know, I mean, I just have this, like, like my nurse friend told me about the rabies not showing for three months. So after that, I got scratched by the cat, and then, then it's a downward spiral from there. So let me ask you this. Forgive me if any of the questions I ask about this thing are ignorant, because I don't, I don't know, and they all come from a genuine curiosity. Um, so you are, are, are out here, you know, you, you said you spent a lot of money on doctors, uh, you know, trying like uh -huh. getting scans, making sure you don't have rabies, making sure you don't have GERD and whatnot. You know, all these all these sort of things that you're anxious about possibly having. But yet, you're again fully self aware that you are 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 a hypochondriac, and that the <clears throat> thing that you actually know for sure that that you do have wrong with you that you're a hypochondriac mm. sounds like it's the one thing that you are not spending a lot of money going to doctors too while well, instead of, uh, you know, instead of the, the rabies and whatnot you know no one's ever really put put it that way to me before um um yeah that's 100 percent true uh hmm well <laughs> i think you're right so um, so maybe it comes no, go ahead. I was about to say, maybe, maybe, maybe it comes from a place of, um, I don't know. Maybe because I feel like I know I have hypochondria. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, look, next time. Kit, would you do you think you have it in you to next time you're like, oh shit, I'm pretty sure I have rabies. Oh shit, I'm pretty sure I have GERD. Oh shit, I'm pretty sure I have whatever the thing is you think you have. Instead of you know directing your attention to going to a doctor to make sure you don't have that, you like think you know uh, uh, you 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 think a higher level step up to be like, oh shit, this is actually a a legitimate symptom. Of a thing I actually have, which is this hypochondria. Let's go make sure we're dealing with that. Mm. Do I think I have it in me to do that? Yeah, that's the question. Um, uh, I don't know why it's so hard to say yes, but uh, yeah. Well, because I know you had this experience with the fucking kindergarten teacher therapist, and that maybe turned you off, um, uh -huh. which I get, dude. But well, I'll say this, and I I, I say this hy uh, 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 hypocritically because I myself I have not gone to therapy, probably mm -hmm. should, but because I also have had experiences where I've been in therapy and been like, what the fuck? is fucking is this shit but i've talked to so many people on the show and in real life that they're like i went to a therapist it was terrible they maybe draw fucking pictures went to another therapist they didn't listen to me went to another therapist they didn't help me at all went to another therapist they were super unhelpful went to another therapist they made it worse went to another therapist changed my life never felt better type of shit i hear that all the time of people they just have to go through a billion different people so i i you know and I, again, I'm saying this super hypocritically because I have, I haven't done it myself, but um, dude, I don't know. I feel like if you're having this legitimate oh. issue, you know, it 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 sounds like it could help you to, you know, find find a legitimate help for it. 
Um, yeah, I think you're right. I guess it's just the uh, constant, like, you know, like, you find a therapist, they don't work out for you, and then you try again, and it doesn't work for out, out for you, and then maybe you try a third time, and it doesn't work out for you, and then you're kind of just over it. Yeah, no, I, I guess, totally like get I that. said, I, I, um, you know, I guess I take maybe some pride in dealing with it myself. Ooh, okay. Um, you know, I, you know, so like after the six months of like, really, I mean, I mean, I was really crazy if I look back on it. I mean, after the six months of like, literally just bawling my eyes out every day because I thought I was going to die. I hit, I hit a point where I, and that was after like, they couldn't find anything wrong with me, you know? Um, after that point, I kind of, I joined martial arts and I try to lose weight and I try to get my mind right through that. And I try to read and I try to study myself and, um, and I'm always trying to be introspective, but it's just always seems to be the one hump I can't get over. But, um, I don't know, maybe I kind of wear it like a, a, you know, like a, how do I want to say it? Like a scarred badge. Sure, yeah, um, the whole, you know, I can handle it myself kind of thing. I don't need to fucking go to therapy. I don't, I don't need anyone to help me right, out and shit. I, I got it. Right, and I think problems, like, if you're depressed or if you're anxious, you know, mostly everyone today is pretty much. I mean, I think that oh, yeah. stuff, even though it, it really sucks to deal with, helps you to relate to other people. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that front that it helps you to relate to other people. That's that, that's that's I mean, I weirdly part of the reason why I like um why I, I like doing this show is because I like talking to people about I mean just in my personal life. I have a weird fascination with like if I'm like looking at people uh, j- just in my regular life like and and being like what's wrong with them? What what is their what's their fucking deal? Cuz everyone we all, everyone's got a deal. Well- you know, you stand in line in fucking Walmart and you go up to the cashier uh, and you scan naturally... fucking Hershey bar and you're like, what's this What's this guy's deal? What were you going to say? Well, I was going to ask, do people naturally um, just open up to you? Sometimes. In, your, in real life? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Or, I was just in Mexico. I was going to say, or is, uh, the, is the gecko persona a little different than the real Lyle persona? No, I, I I was gonna say I was just in Mexico and I met a bunch of people at a hostel. I felt like I got into some interesting conversations there, just out of like a again like a natural weird curiosity of like what the fuck is going on with people, because um, it helps inform my own what the fuck is going on with me type of thing. Right. Um, right. Well, it does seem to me that um, you're, well, I mean, I'm talking to you right now. You're very easy to talk to. And I think that probably does come across really well in real life. And I wanted to say, um, you know, I live in Florida and I really wanted to go to your Miami show, but I don't think I can make it. So I'm bummed out. Are you not going because you're afraid that you'll catch COVID? You know, I've actually had COVID three times and um, I wasn't too worried about that for some reason. Really? Okay, now that's fascinating to me because the, it's okay. Can I just say it's I? It's a little bit funny that like the thing that's on the news every single day that's like, oh, everyone's getting fucking dying from this thing. Everyone's gonna get this thing. Like, uh, didn't phase you at all. But like, it's a niche type of thing that ra- like rabies. That's what gets you. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, I don't know why. I really don't know why that is. I don't know. It's because I actually have it and I have to deal with it. I may, You know what it is? You know what it probably is, Lyle? Is it's probably a fear of the unknown and probably a fear of lack of control. Interesting. Have you? Is that a realization that you have have um, kind of always known under the underneath the surface? Um, I know uh, the the unknown might have kind of hit me just now, but the the lack of control, I know I have an issue with that. And I know the biggest yeah. lack of control in your life is pretty much how and when you die. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a thing that you just have to come to terms with. You unfortunately cannot beat that. Right, and I guess I haven't quite come to terms with it yet. Even though, even though I want to pretend I do, you know. Hmm. You know, I say Dude. all this silly stuff like, you know, there's not going to be a tomorrow. You got to live your fullest, t- t- you know, today. I mean, silly in the sense that, like, when I say things, I don't know if I actually believe it. Or like, you know, oh, it's, you know, you die someday or it's going to be all right because you die someday or, you know, stuff like that. <sighs> yeah, that's it's an interesting. Well, you know what? the uh, well, OK, I'm going to say this. I, you know what I think is I'm going to I'm going to use this. Word. I, you know what I think is the cool thing about that problem. I don't know if cool is the right word, but it, well, it is the what problem. The, the hypochondria. Uh, no, not the hypochondria, but just the, the the coming to I guess I guess that you consider this part of the hypochondria, but just the coming to terms with the with the fact that you're gonna die. Is mm. um what I like about that problem is every single person that has ever fucking lived, every single person that is around you, every single person that ever has lived, I was gonna say uh, ever will live, but that might not be the case. Um, but just everyone, every single fucking person has to deal with it. It's like, if there is one thing that every fucking living thing has in common, it's that. And I weirdly find that kind of beautiful. That we all have that problem. Whether we are rich, poor, whatever fucking, whatever our life has been like, however old we are, we all have that problem and i find that kind of beautiful that's been my personal way of of addressing that is like oh this thing is really scary but it is also the the thing that connects me to every other human being on the planet so when you, you know, lie awake at night and think of dying, does, yeah. does that make you feel more comf- just more comfortable with the idea or more connected to everybody? Because I think, well, let me hear your answer first, actually. No, tell me, tell me what you think. I, I need time to think about well, that question. Um, because I think, you know... Maybe, and now maybe this goes back to the hypochondria and the fear of it. Maybe I wouldn't be so scared if I felt like that connected us more. But I always feel like, you know, you kind of die individually, hmm. um, regardless of what happens afterwards. And um, I, you know, the. Um, I guess I'm sitting on a blank now, but, you know, I, I guess it, it's never been. A real comfort to me that we all have that connect, or we all have that connection. Is it something you've even? Because it, when I, people, you know, I ask you, go, no, go ahead. Well, I just say you know when people when people die. I mean, maybe it's the outlook that everyone says about it. You know, because regardless of what people believe in, when people other people die, they know they're like, you know, I mean, we're gonna miss that person forever. There's a lot of crying, but it's never really like, you know, hooray. I mean, I'm not saying it should be like this, but hooray, they're dead, you know? I mean, it's all negative views around it, like horrible tragedy, regardless of age. Well, have you ever, like, this idea that it is a thing that connects us all, this idea that it's a thing that gives life value at all, really, is that is that an idea that you've sat with at all? You know, I ask that genuinely. That, that does, de- um... That does death give life value? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it does. Well, it does give value, of course, yes. Um. But I guess. Well, maybe then the lack of fear is, too. Besides the lack of control, is um. Maybe I just don't feel like I've lived my life super well yet. Hmm. Hmm. Can, or, you know, can sometimes I, ask... I think I got things going on. Go ahead. Well, sometimes 
I think I have things going on right, and you know, and then something, you know, well, like all all the time in life, something comes out of nowhere, or you know, things happen in your life that aren't very good, and、um, you kind of just like I just don't know where I'm at right now. I guess, you know, thing, things kind of just you think you're doing well, and then you're not. What is your、uh, the question I was going to ask was、um, you said you feel like the 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 scary thing is okay maybe you're not living your life well enough what what does your life look like when you are living it well well it's I know what it's not、um, it's not. Well, I'd like to say you know、um, just living comfortable. You know, actually, Lyle, if I lived my life well, it would be probably you know somewhere in a mountain in a cabin or something. Yeah,、uh, maybe hopefully, in a, maybe in a mountain in a cabin. I think so. I mean, here's the thing, though. I'm not very like a handy type of dude, so maybe with some electricity, I wouldn't mind that. Have you ever tried living?、Um, and hopefully, if hopefully a family. Have I tried living in the mountains? No. Why not? If if、um, that is if that is the true answer to that question, right? Well, see, I, I, like. I don't know if it is the true answer. Sure, I'm not sure. All right. Well, you said you. you all right. Well, can I bring this up? You said that you know what it's not. Uh huh. Well, what、right. it's not is, I think, I don't know. What it's not, I, I was gonna say, what it's not is be, being happy all the time because、um, I don't think anyone can be happy all the time. So I think that that's kind of like, you know, I, I say、mm-hmm. that because when 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 you ask people, what do you what do you want from life or anything like that, they always say, I just want to be happy. But I don't think that、yeah. lasts often.、Uh, I mean, there's the things way, that make、yeah. you happy, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. By the way, I I I think、um, you know there's a gigantic spectrum of emotions to experience, and I and I wouldn't say happiness is more important than any of the others. So I you know I'm I'm I understand what you say when you're saying that. Do you mind? I mean, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you have all the other callers, but do you mind if I vent to you about another issue real quick? Sure. What is it? Is it is it is it kind of related to what we've been talking about? Well, I guess I'm at another unknown in my life at the moment. Sort of, sort, you know, sort of. What is that? Well, and maybe I don't know if I'm I'm making the best choices because I thought this I thought what I was what I what I set out to do now would make me. Against my own advice, a little bit happier. Sure. Yeah.、Um, but I don't. But you know, I, I got so I got a one of a, a dream job offer for me, and、um, I was supposed to marry this woman that I love in next year in October. And、uh, before I accepted the job, before I went to go get it, I asked if she would move with me, and she said she would. And then when I got the job, she refused to move with me. And so we kind of—I mean, it just seemed like it just ended all at once. And I decided to go to this job, but now that I'm in the new apartment and、um, you know I start work very soon, I just struggle with if you know another unknown, another unknown in life. Like you know, when things are going good, and then sometimes things go bad. And I feel like I should be over the moon and really happy right now, or at least excited. And it's just like kind of stuck in the depression of it, I guess. And I don't know if I make the right if I made the right decision. The decision to move. What to move and to take a new job over spending possibly forever with somebody you love. Well, can I ask what what is it that made you want to make the decision? Um. Well, didn't want to. When I was living with her, her mom was also living there, and so, there, and so was her sister. 
and I'm not, I, you know, it was okay, but I wanted to like go out and start our own thing. And also I didn't want to stick around in the place I'm at and kind of get a job just to have a job, especially if I have an opportunity to do something in an industry I've been a part of forever. You know, I would like to wake up and not be miserable to go to work every day. I, 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 uh, brother, I think that's a very good reason to, I think that's, I think it's a very good reason to make that decision. You know, uh, if, if anything, you know, whether or not you believe the decision worked out, you made it with a, with a, with a pretty damn good reason, what you just said, especially when we're in consideration of, of, you know, all this, all this things that we've been talking about for, for the amount of time we've been talking about, um, you know, uh, appreciating the value of life and wanting to do good things with it. I mean, I mean, you, I, I, maybe, maybe not consciously, but you made that decision with that in mind that you wanted to improve your life, and you felt as though the move would improve your life, and so you you made that decision. Right. And so now you're at this job, but the the problem is that this girl left you, right? Yeah, I just thought, you know, it, I'm, I don't want to uh, tear up over the phone. <laughs> I guess I just no, haven't man. really talked about it with anybody. <clears throat> but, you know, it sucks when you think, you know, somebody's has your back, <laughs> especially if you had theirs. Yeah. And they just don't, <clears throat> you know, they just don't want to follow through with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, it's it's a great opportunity. I thought it was a great opportunity for us. So I, I didn't even, you know, I just wanted to support her and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just one of those things where you keep, you know, it's one of those things where you say again, you know, oh, you know, whatever. You just kind of like when you talk about it to other people, you're like, you know, it's for the best and stuff like that. But sometimes you just don't know, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I can, um, I can, I can, I can see why you, uh, why you feel like you've been betrayed, but, uh, and I didn't mean to get so heavy on you, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm glad, I'm actually glad we're talking about this, because, um, again, I want to come back to your answer of the question of why you made the decision. It was a really, it was a really good answer, man, it really was. You made the decision for a really good reason. And you made it with all of the knowledge that you had at the time. I mean, to to make to to decide that you want to go out and try to live a life for yourself, not just kind of be shoehorned into your um, your your girlfriend's family's life, and 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 not to you know to pursue a job that you really feel like might make your life better. I mean that's that's a, again a good reason to make that decision. So even if things didn't work out exactly how you wanted them to, I I think it's great that you went after something that you felt like could make your life better. And I I I know when you're hurting maybe you don't want to hear something that's just kind of whatever blindly optimistic but i do have a, a, a an optimism that there is still the potential for this decision to make your life better you know because it still sounds like it's very early in this career yeah and i you know thanks for saying that Lyle. And it, you know it feels good to you know i've talked to obviously i talked to a few friends about it and i guess i just wanted to get a person who doesn't know me's opinion Mm-hmm. about it because mm-hmm. you know your friends are always going to support you and hopefully you have ones that tell you the truth but it was nice to get some friendly gecko advice and from a person who doesn't know me mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to um even though even though friends can be honest with you and support you i just it was you know it's just nice to hear from somebody who doesn't have anything to do with you yeah man and by the way can i just say you're you're 26 by the way right yeah. Okay. We're 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 similar ages. Um, I I don't want to I don't want to uh, uh, lay toxic positivity shit on you, but I in my head when I'm when you're telling me about this, I'm thinking. Well, no, I'm dude. I'm thinking like, okay, you know, you'd made the decision. There's a the thing about uh, 
I'm th- have a billion thoughts in my head, but um, here's the thing about these decisions that we make, and I'm really trying to learn this myself, is that something that happens that ends up one way that's bad right now could eventually start a string of things that lead to something that you could never have expected. So, like, okay, you made this decision to right. take this job, and as a result, things you know don't work out with the current person you're with but but fucking what if you know this current job sends you to some place you're on some airplane you're in some meeting you meet whatever and you meet someone else who you're like whoa what the who is this person and then you start a new relationship that's you know you're feeling things that you never even knew were possible to feel in the old one or or and then maybe that one fucking turns out shitty and then fucking that fails but then maybe that leads you to something else that's amazing in your career maybe you meet the fucking person in your industry that's your 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 hero I, there's just infinite there's just infinite things that could happen right. you have no idea if they're positive or negative and so and everything i'm telling you is things i'm trying to tell myself so you just fucking roll with it man you know uh, that's that's yeah that's, you're right that's all i got to say you're absolutely right well, uh, thank you, Lyle. Yeah, man. Um, thanks, thanks for having this talk with me. I'm really uh, uh, feel honored that you would, sh- you know, share all this this stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, again, I'm sorry to, to get so heavy at the last part there, but no, no. you know, I really, it was, I really appreciate. I honestly really appreciate tonight, you know, that I got in. Um, so it was really nice talking with you, and. Um, yeah. Uh, are you going to before we go? Do you do you think that you know, kind of back to the hypochondria stuff? Do you think you will try again to seek, you know, uh, a legitimate type of type of treatment for that? Uh, well, listen. Um, you know, I've been listening to you a lot on Spotify, and I know one of your um, sponsors is BetterHelp, and. Mm-hmm. I've kind of I've been on the site a couple times and I've like gotten to the point where like I almost finished signing up and then I close off. So, mm-hmm. but I've been I've been definitely thinking about that and maybe I've been thinking about that more because I've been listening to your show so much. And I just want to say mm-hmm. by the way too, um, I you know I've heard I've I've heard about your show and I've seen clips from it before all this stuff happened. But since this stuff has been going on, I mean I just I almost just kind of go through the catalog every night and it really 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 helps me out so if you ever feel like i mean you know you have your doubts too but if you're ever doubtful that this show doesn't do anything besides provide some funny things for the internet you're wrong you know i mean it really helps out a lot of people i think thank you brother i you that that really genuinely does mean a lot to me it really does um because yeah i am and i fucking Every, everything I talk to you about I uh, uh, on this call is, are things that I've had my doubts about too so um, I, I really appreciate that man and um, you know w- w- once again thank you for for talking to me and I hope that you can find a, a, a therapist that is helpful to you and doesn't make you draw fucking pictures <laughs> thanks man and can I say one thing to the audience before I go yes of course um I just want to say, and I've, well, I guess I've learned this recently too, that if you guys ever feel stuck in any sort of situation, there's a way out, no matter how hard it is. And you can really change your lives for the better, or at least change it. You know what I mean? So that's all I want to say. You know, in, 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 in thinking about everything that we've been talking about, I'm really glad to hear you say that because, uh, uh, you know, I know that you've you've been dealing with a lot of things and probably a lot of hopelessness. It sounds, and so I'm I'm glad to hear you, uh, you know, leave us with those optimistic thoughts. Thank you, Lyle. I really appreciate it, man. You helped a lot. Hey, take care, Tristan. You too. Whew. That was a that was a wild wild call that might be one of the longest calls I've taken on this show um, we talked about a lot of interesting things that was a really really great conversation uh, thank you again to Tristan for um, having that conversation with me thinking about death 
thinking about life, thinking about decisions, thinking, fucking thinking about all the shit that I'm, uh, uh, I'm thinking about all the time. It's, it's, it's fun to talk to people through this stuff because it reinforces it when I think about it in my own life and my own decisions. Um, and, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, w when I'm thinking through a similar problem of, oh, okay, well, I made this decision and that didn't work out. You know, I can think, well, you fucking told this guy on the fucking podcast this thing, so why don't you try believing it yourself? Um, and yeah, it was just great. It was great. Thank you, Tristan, for talking to me about that, and I hope he gets, uh, you know, a legit person who, who helps him out with his hypochondria and fuck man he's a young he's a young dude we're, we're very similar ages and uh I, I feel like there's lots and lots and lots of room for him to experience more uh as as he said he doesn't just want to be happy all the time and I feel like there's a lot of experience room for him to uh as as, as he continues through his life uh, much opportunity for him to dive into the wide spectrum of emotions that the human experience has to offer. And uh, I hope he soaks them all up before he dies and I die and whoever is listening to this dies. Live in the moment. Do your thing. I'm a gecko. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement. While another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Hello? Wait. <gasps> Wait, hello? Is this Lyle? Yeah, is this Kayla? Yes, this is Kayla. Oh, wow. I've been waiting a while, so I'm excited. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? I am just sitting at my boyfriend's house. We are actually watching your line right now. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um... It says here that you and your boyfriend have a disagreement going on. Um, I figure you, I'm not going to read it. You could just tell me what it is. Of course. Um, so we were driving in the car, actually listening to your live. And um, he was telling me a story about how he had neighbors that used to jizz in their face as masturbation. And so it's funny, but... I just, we've come to the disagreement on, he thinks that it's gay to do that. Like it's homo people, homosexual people. Um, sorry if I, that's not PC. Um, do it. Uh, but mm -hmm. I thought mm -hmm. that would just be like a masturbating thing. Cause you're just doing it to yourself, not like mm -hmm. to another same sex person. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was curious what your thoughts are on it. Okay. For, before we get into any of that. Before yeah. we get into any of that, how what what where were his neighbors masturbating where he could see it? <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't see it. He wasn't like there or anything. It was uh, it was a conversation he had overheard when he was younger. It was a conversation he had overheard <laughs> when, it, when he was younger. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, is he there? Is he story. there? Well, I'll get into yeah, the, like the initial question, but can I talk to him real quick? Tucker, you're on. Tucker, wait, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait. I need to hear this conversation. Uh, well, I need. I need all of the context he uh, possibly has. Hey, Tucker. Uh, hello, Father Gecko. Yes, sir. Tucker, man, listen. What hey, I know that you and your you girlfriend have this friend? debate, but. I'm doing all right, man. What? Tell me about you hearing your neighbors talk about jerking off and right. jizzing well, on their own faces when you a, were younger. Uh, yeah, this was a uh, very strange, out of context question that she could have asked you. But, anyways, so my my friend's mom 
as friends with this gay couple. And, you know, we're hanging out at, at their fire pit or whatever, and they're all drunk or whatever. And so they're pretty, like, open about their gayness, which is sure, cool. Sure, sure. And, you know, I forgot how how the subject came up, but, uh, yeah, he said that he, like, came in his own face when he was, uh, like, you know, like, a teenager or whatever. And, you know, I I said it was gay, but my girlfriend thinks it's not. But, you know, to each their own. You know, I guess she holds up a pretty good argument about it but uh i personally think it is but you know and you know Can no ask, offense w- to anybody w- out there when, when you said listen when you say you were younger right how young were you when you this? <laughs> yeah and you know the fact that i was younger makes it sound like it's super creepy and like <laughs> no i just <laughs> wait look I, look i'm not we're not making any judgments no, on this like, we're not making like, any judgments on the situation i'm just trying to get empirical data here <laughs> how how old were you when this uh, happened I I believe I was in like mm, seventh or eighth grade or so. Okay, all right. So you were pro- yeah. you were probably masturbating at this time. Eighth grade is is typically when. Yeah, yeah, I could. Okay. I guess I could relate in some sense, but not in that mm-hmm. sense. You know. Would that, have you ever jacked off on your own face? Uh, you ever masturbated and jizzed on your face? Uh, negative. No, no, that's uh, not a activity that I've uh, partaken in. Okay. Exactly. I, and you you believe I that I it is I can't say that I've known anybody else that has. Okay. But, you know. All right, let me talk back. Let me talk to your girlfriend thing. again. Okay. All right. My love here. <laughs> Hello? Okay, so you're arguing about whether or not you believe it is gay to jack off onto your own face. And where, what, yes, what is your yeah. perspective on this? What, where, where do you stand in this debate? Well, I would think that if you're doing it with someone of the same sex, uh, I think then it would be considered gay. However, doing it to yourself, so it's like masturbating. I know it's not like what norm, like normally you would do, I guess, but like it's a more rare thing. But I would consider it masturbating. <laughs> but it just, now it's yeah. saying it out loud, it sounds a bit more silly. Well, no, it's interesting because but I, still think I it's masturbating. well, I guess, I guess in order to be like when I think of like gay or straight, like straight would be you know a a guy and a girl, and gay would be a mm-hmm. guy and a guy. But if you don't, if there's no second person, then there's no. Yeah, then it, then it would be like. It's just, it just is what it is. So yes, it's master. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, no, I don't think yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it okay, be gay. thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I also. But I don't know. Masturbating. <laughs> it's, it's arguable because the original story comes from a gay couple. So the strong point there is it is a gay thing but however i think like if you're doing it to yourself alone i just think it might be a weird fetish might be I, something I, that some people are just into in the private time can I, i'm by the way i'm really curious <laughs> why your boyfriend says that he doesn't jack off onto his own face but i think he's lying because there's no other reason why you know i you think guys so would too. be like so embroiled in this skin. argument in the way that you are I think I think so too. Um, he has a beautiful complexion, and I I want, want to know his skincare. Mm-hmm. But there doesn't seem to be much evidence in the bathroom, so there could only be one. <laughs> and by the way, I'm gonna I'll only say this one. with the whole like whatever is it gay thing. I've actually here's the thing. Yeah. I've I I have not jizzed on my own face, but I jizz on my knees all the time. And when my jizz comes out, mm-hmm. it's like hot. And when I jizz on my knee, it, like, it feels a little bit good in the way that, like, like on my knee. Not even in, like, a sexual way. Like, in the way that, like, a hot towel does. So, like, I haven't done this yet. Maybe I will. Who knows? But I could see myself, if I jizzed on my own face and my jizz was, like, warm, it would be, like, a hot towel kind of sensation on my face. And I, it wouldn't, to me, even be, like, a sexual thing. So no, I so I, I the, yeah, again, I'm I'm with you. I don't even think it's a sexual thing at all to jizz on your own face. It would just like feel well, the girls warmth call it facial, of your jizz. So I mean, I can see it as like a like a therapeutic thing. I could see it <laughs> enhancing your skin. Have you it ever has great nutrients? It's been proven. Have you ever jizzed on your own face? <laughs> have I ever? Is that even can you? Is that even a thing own... that you can do? 
like my like my vagina juice? Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, maybe in the sense of like during sex, you know, you go in, you come out, you go down. But uh, no, I don't. I don't usually just rub it on my face in my free time. So yeah, mm-hmm. it is kind of more of like a, I think a rare thing to do. But I wouldn't well, consider we had- it. <laughs> well, I'm glad we had this conversation. This felt like it was extremely productive. <laughs> Thank you. I I was hoping it would. I've been really wanting to talk to you. I think for about a about a week now. So I'm mm-hmm. really glad I got through. I called like 85 times. I was like, okay, we'll get in there. <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> but um, I'm glad we got your input. No, I'm gl- I'm glad we got to sell this too because um, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people were wondering. Kayla, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Gek bless you, and um, tell you, tell your boyfriend it's it's fine to come on his own face. He doesn't need to feel this weird shame about it. Here, here. I think he needs to hear it from you. <laughs> Father? Okay, uh, what's your name again? Lyle. Tucker. Tucker. I'll talk to you soon, yes, Tucker. Sir. Thank you, sir. Couple of great guys. Kayla and Tucker. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Hello? Hello? How's it going? How's it going, man? Um, I'm doing good. Yeah, what's up with you? Not much, man. Um, my work break, dude. Uh, I'd call in while I had some time. Oh boy, a work break. Yeah, man. Um, Lyle, dude, I had a pretty interesting debate I wanted to bring up to you, man. Oh yeah, what's going on? So, um, I don't know if you saw from the. From the call screener, but uh, me and my girlfriend had a little debate about, um, you know, she had her opinion, I had mine, and I thought I'd bring this to your attention to tell me what I should do about this. <laughs> um, so we've been debating. I thought about becoming a sperm donor, uh, and um, I actually took the time to fill out an application and apply somewhere just to see what would happen, and they accepted my application. And told me to make an appointment, and I haven't responded because I've been pretty nervous to do it. Interesting. What about it is making you nervous? Because I'm like, um, I don't want to like, I don't know how the process is going to be like when I go there and they just like, you know, take a sample or something. Like I'm just like, and then plus like if it does follow through, um, I'm just like, wait, well, like I'm gonna have like. They, they wanted a photo ID picture, like, of my face next to, like, <laughs> you know, my, um, my, you know, my sample and everything. Okay. And it just seems yeah. like such a weird process, but, you, but you can get paid, like, I think, like, like, $1,500 a month for it. You so, 1500 bucks a month I mean, for, like, what do you mean a month? Like, you just give them sperm monthly? Well, I guess the uh, re- reading on it, they said that you would have to go like at least two to three times a week to go and um, give them samples. Yeah, and then um, monthly you'll get paid fifteen hundred. So I'm like, okay, it's really like easy money. Mm-hmm. I asked my girlfriend about it, and she said, she said, well, that's extra money. I mean, I you're not like cheating. I don't see why not. And yeah. I said, well, I mean, would it be weird if I like had like a bunch of like mini me's out there somewhere like that are mine but not really mine mm. and she you know that's the part i'm nervous about because i'm like that seems a little weird mm. but then again let's, it's kind of not it's kind of cool. okay yeah yeah so so let's 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 dive into it why what what 
if you could kind of put into words, like take a second and search for him, what what feels weird about that? Um, the thing that feels weird about it. I mean, I know it's for a good cause. I know it's for a good cause, but it's just a little weird because I mean, what are the odds? You know, one day I'm walking down the street and I just see some kid and I'm like, hey, he looks kind of like me, <laughs> like. You know, like, what are the odds of that ever happening? Probably, like, very, very low. But mm-hmm. it's just a little, um, it just makes me nervous thinking about, like, dude, I, like, out there, there are, like, memes out there, like, somewhere, mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, but here, so here's the thing. So I brought it up to my girlfriend, and, you know, she had her opinion, and she kind of, t- like, wanted me to do it, kind of, like, hyping me up, like, do it. Why not? Just, just try it out. And so I was like, yeah, and I think I got a little too hyped up, and I was like, yeah, you know what, like, I could, like, have, like, like, I should have a kid in, like, every race, like, that'd be awesome, I'm like, yeah, like, I should have, like, a mini, like, army, and I started saying, like, going too far, and then she's like, no, nah, I don't want you to do it, but now I'm, like, hyped up to kind of do it, I don't know. Are you, what do you, are you short on cash right now? Um, no, but, okay. I mean, the extra would be nice. Okay. Um, I mean, listen, here's the thing, right, is what makes somebody a father in the modern world? Is it simply that, uh, their child came out of their own penis or, or is it the fact that they took care of that child, brought them up, they were in that child's lives? Um, so, I mean, look, if, 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 if you, if you're looking at cum, it's nothing special, which ultimately it's not. There's infinite cum in the universe. Cum, it's not like oil. It's an infinite reoccurring resource that is everywhere. And cum is not very special. So, you know, you have cum. Just spray it out all over into the universe. Make little people. People aren't that special either. Just make a bunch of them. Get a little bit of money. Money's not that special either. Just do it. Why not? Dude, I mean, who knows? One of those kids could, like, someday, like, become the president, and I'll be like, hey, like, thanks to my contribute, like, like everything that I've given well, to them, t- Well, hold like, on, man. So I are you, like, I mean, you're talking about it like you're keeping in touch with these kids. I mean, you're, you're throwing your cum into no. a vial, and then you're never getting, you're never, you know, that's it. You're done. You have relinquished your cum My part into done. the universe. Your part is done. I mean, so you're never going to know. No, so you're not going to know. You're not going to see uh, your kids running around. You're not going to find out if your cum became the president. You're just exchanging cum for money. There's nothing else to it. Honestly, it sounds like a kind of reasonable exchange, man. I think so too. Well, I don't know. Like, it's it's a, here's the thing. It's a good deal for you, because I think buying cum is crazy. There's infinite cum. It's not a as I said, uh, a scarce resource. Yeah. So, I if I were you, I'd take advantage of the deal before they realize you know that they're kind of suckers for buying cum. That's kind of true, man. Like, that's access. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, man? I think I'm gonna consider it. Mm-hmm. You should. I think, I think I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna consider it. I'm, a, I'm still a little nervous. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I go there because I don't know if they're like, okay. Uh, I know what you're gonna do when you're gonna go there. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea how it works, man. No, I know how it works. You no go idea. in the place. They go. Here's a little cup. Go into the bathroom. Do you know how to jack off? Have you ever come before? Yeah. Okay. You go into a bathroom, you jack off, you think about whatever it is that gets you there, and you come into a little vial, and then you give them the vial, and they hand you $15. Or more. And then they're like, bye. And then that's it. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Huh. You are a human cum machine. I mean, I guess... Yeah. Dude, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to be the best machine I could possibly be. 
You should. You should do it. I think I'm going to do it, Lyle. Daniel, anything hey, else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, guys, uh, you know, if you have a good feeling about something, you know, even if you're nervous, you know, try it out. You know, just try it out. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for calling, Daniel. Thanks, Lyle. See you, man. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.